Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Box office gold. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we cluster. And we know the rest is just gravy. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and spectacularly powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the baton as we take the baton in the never-ending relay race of the sports take. As we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our lead continues to be about the post-mortem on Super Bowl 58. The autopsy continues on the game. There's another wrinkle that has been added here as the Chiefs beat the 49ers. And there's a big parade on Valentine's Day. How romantic on Valentine's Day. Now, the... Latest plot twist to Super Bowl 58, now that it's in the rearview mirror, that comes from the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. 
as they did a victory lap, better known by their regular name, CBS. But they're actually the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. Uh, If you didn't see this, perhaps not. They were the ones broadcasting the game. How could you miss Tony Romo? Uh, Anyway, uh, CBS Sports announcing that Super Bowl 58, the broadcast that was all over the place on Sunday, was the most watched telecast in the history of the world. So they say. Uh, They claim. Wow. 123.4 men, women, and children. I'd like to meet the point four. Wow. I'd like to meet the point four. I don't know who the point four is. Tune in. Now, overall, though, but wait, there's more. I love the way they slice up numbers. I need the people at CBS to break down the ratings on Benny versus the Penny is what I need. Because we were the number one show in blankety-blank demographic. Uh, Anyway, overall, they claim 202.4 million Viewers watched at least a little bit, at least a little bit of the broadcast. That makes it the highest unduplicated total audience, highest unduplicated total audience in the history of the world. And a 10% bumpity bump from last year's Super Bowl where Kansas City played Philadelphia. And it Makes sense. I'll explain my theory on why the uh, numbers are up, but there's a lot of chatter, a lot of internet chatter that the reason, the reason the ratings have gone up this year, the reason that they are higher, is because of girl power. That's right, girl power. Woo! Say what? Yes, I think you know where I'm going with this, but perhaps, perhaps you've been. In a van down by the river and have not been paying attention. So how much credit, let's discuss, how much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record-setting Super Bowl 58 record uh, television ratings? Uh, How much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record Super Bowl ratings? So people are already giving her credit. I've got Minneapolis Hasbro... And Blue Whale. And we will combine all of these things together. We're going to make some peanut brittle. Uh, I, I've been dabbling with peanut brittle. i got to make more peanut brittle. I've, I've mastered the peanut brittle. I'm still working on it, but I think I'm pretty close to master. All right, anyway. So, again, the, the question above us or below us, depending on where you're sitting, the question is how much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record-setting Television ratings for the Super Bowl. So my first thought here is I do not want to be a prison of the moment. Now, if you saw Benny versus the Penny, the final episode, uh, we addressed the Taylor Swift phenomena in terms of her impact on Super Bowl ratings because in the lead-up to the game, there were people already giving her credit even though the game had not been played, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Taylor Swift in this story was the female lead in the drama-o-rama, the soap opera that was this year's Super Bowl. We all know that. She was the starlet chugging beers in the luxury box, the multi-million dollar luxury box in Viva Las Vegas. So that was her role in this, the starlet with the beer. How exciting. But as wonderful as that is, being the objective voice of nonsense in the middle of the night, I'm going to give Taylor Swift 5% of the credit, and that's it. No more than 5%. The reason, the reason 
the Swifties, spoiler alert, unpopular opinion, the, the Swifties already watched the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the Super Bowl, and unless you're a total introvert, and I'm an introvert, and I still watch the Super Bowl. So everyone's watching. The people that don't watch, who cares about them? It is the cultural event. It is not a sporting event. It's a cultural event. It's no different than eating turkey on Thanksgiving or shooting fireworks off on the 4th of July. The Super Bowl has become that. That's what it has become. Now, are, are there 5%? of people that maybe tune in a little more because of Taylor Swift, fine. But she was shown, according to some poindexter that kept track of this, for less than a minute. Now, I've heard from people that a lot can happen in less than a minute, but less than a minute. That's it, 54 seconds. 95, this can blow you away, 95% of the reason the game was watched by the masses. The reason? The players. It was, a, it was a solid event, right? There's two main reasons that the Super Bowl set the record for ratings. Uh, the NFL does happen to be the opium of the masses, right? That's the first part. That, uh, it's just our drug. We all use it, and uh, we enjoy it, and it's wonderful. It calms us down. It's become a bit of a religion for many. And then you've got the Minneapolis factor, as in the Minneapolis cheeseburger. A nice, fat, juicy Lucy. That game was a big, juicy Lucy gooing with delicious cheese coming out of it. Just wonderful, right? Gooey goodness. You had high drama, check. You had nail biter, check, right? Ooh. Which is part of the high drama. You had, you know, you had the 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 dramatics of lead changes. Late in the game, the 49ers blowing the Super Bowl. How great was that to watch? You had the the anointing of the new dynasty officially, even though we gave the Chiefs a dynasty last year. So you had all these moving parts, and it led to what we had. It led to what we had. Ratings gold, abracadabra. It also tells us that side-by-side, because I, as I recall, last year's Super Bowl, or two years ago now, the Eagles and the Chiefs, it was not a bad game. It was a good game. That's not a bad game. So this means there are 10% more 49er fans than there are Eagle fans across the country. How about that for some Maller math? That's good Maller math. All right, now page two. I want to go back to the game itself, not the ratings, but where are you at on the continued dialogue, the continued dialogue about Kyle Shanahan and his rationale for taking the ball in overtime? So... Now, Kyle Shane, I, I did not see this uh, in the previous episode of the show, and I, I saw what he had said following the game, and it was such an outrageous comment that we must play it again. Here is Kyle Shannon. Now, remember, this is the first time under the new rules that a game had gone into a situation where you had to decide, would you want the ball first or do you want to defer, knowing that even if you score a touchdown, each team is going to touch the, the football. So the 49ers – had the decision to make. Kyle Shanahan had the decision to make. And if you missed it, even if you heard it, this is so ridiculous. Listen to Shanahan explain why he made the decision that he made. With the new rules for overtime, what goes into the decision to take the ball first? Uh, this is something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Wow. Yeah. 
That's not edited. We didn't edit that, right? That's he actually huh. said that. That's not AI. That's that's him. That's not a deep fake. That's what what a dummy. <laughs> Man. All right, uh, where are you at on what you just heard there? Kyle Shanahan is rationale for taking the ball first in overtime. Uh so it shows you that he's just another ballless middle manager. He's no different than Dave Roberts in, in with my Dodgers, right? Dave Roberts makes a move in the in the baseball play. Well, we liked him in that spot, the analytics. So uh, Kyle Shannon, he talked to some nerd, and some nerd told him, "Well, you know, you you're based on it. You're gonna get the ball third. Well, good news, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers. You're gonna get the ball when what the exhibition season comes around. You'll get the ball the third, the the second possession, right? Third possession, whatever. You'll get that." It also shows no confidence in the defense, which, by the way, I agree with because the 49er defense, they weren't even hustling in some of the playoff games, right? So they're a joke. Um, But that is a bold move, Cotton. That is a bold move. And Shanahan passing the buck, as all middle managers do, passing the buck to some Ivy League geek who the 49ers hired. Oh, well, we went went over the numbers. We trust the numbers. So instead he gave Mahomes four downs. Instead of three, and then pass the buck. But it also validates a long-standing take that we've had behind the bully pulpit here at Fox Sports Radio, that when you look at the way analytics has taken over sports, it is now the crutch. Kyle Shanahan and all Dan Campbell's another one with the Lions. All these guys that are so dependent, they're just middle managers, just uh, following the the Bible of the analytics. It gives them the Hasbro out, the Monopoly get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, listen, I would have I would have deferred, but the analytics, I was just following the analytics. You can't be upset with me. Look at the numbers. Okay, dummy. Uh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. All right, now, the problem with putting too much weight on analytics for those of you in the back of the room, is called it's called anomalies. It's also in the playoffs. We've seen it in baseball a lot. It's it's the small sample size. It's playing better teams, getting rid of the dead weight, getting rid of the dead weight, which is another issue. But the third possession thing didn't factor in because if you believe Andy Reid, who knows? Maybe they're lying. But the Chiefs were like, hey, if the 49ers had scored a touchdown and kicked the extra point, so they had a seven-point lead, the plan was for the Chiefs to matriculate the ball down the field, score a touchdown, so they're down by a point, and go for two! Go for the win! Did you factor that in? Did Poindexter for the Niners factor that in? God. Bill Walsh is rolling over in his grave right now. It's like, holy crap, what are we doing? I <gasps> mean, my God. All right, now, last word here. Another talking point. Another talking point for the losers is the lack of understanding of the rules. Uh, Now, several 49er players admitted they had no clue about the Super Bowl overtime rules. And how big a deal? The question is, how big a deal is it that the players on the Niners claim they did not know, did not understand the overtime rules? So I have an unpopular opinion on this one. I'm actually, even though I'm I'm just killed Shanahan, on this one I don't have a big problem with it, and I'll explain why. Right. Uh, as much as I would love to continue charbroiling uh, Shanahan, because it's a lot of fun when you have a microphone just to goof on a coach. It's a it's a good time. Uh, to to me, it's irrelevant whether the players knew 
the exact overtime rules or not, and here's why. It's compartmentalization is what it is. It's Shanahan calls the plays. It doesn't matter uh, the rules as far as you know, you're trying to score a touchdown. You're call, You're bringing a play in. The goal is to score a touchdown as an offense. It's not like you're going to let up because, well, I'll just take a field goal. You know, you're trying to score a touchdown. And the big picture, while it's great if everyone knew the rules, uh, it, it's like you're you're trying to get one of those 300,000-pound you know, blue whales, right, the, the massive blue whale. You're trying to eat it. How do you eat it? You eat it one bite at a time. So how do you go down and score? You just you know gain first downs, you move the ball down, and you get in the end zone. And oh, by the way, as much as everyone wants to say, well, Andy Reid's players knew what was happening, didn't McCole Hartman, after he scored a touchdown, say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't realize the game was over? Didn't he say that? But wait a minute, he was an Andy Reid player. So Andy Reid players didn't know the rules either. Apparently nobody knew the rules. Not, not even the referees knew the rules. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Call him the Chief of Chiefs. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we form a band and wipe the slate clean coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and ear-catchingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the thermometer as we take the temperature in the room, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our lead this hour, we begin with the winner's side of things. Now, last hour, we talked about the Massive ratings as the Columbia Broadcasting Systems taking a bow, having a record number of people watching. Of course, the game could have been broadcast anywhere that was reasonably accessible, and the ratings would have been the same. Not a single man, woman, or child tuned in because of Jim Nance or Tony Romo, other than their family, and they don't count. So uh, we talked last hour a little bit also about Kyle Shanahan, the not-so-lovable loser the head coach of the 49ers. But now we zero in on the dynasty in the heartland. An interesting factoid has popped up in the haze of victory regarding the status of Patrick Mahomes. And people talking about him chasing Tom Brady, and he's got three championships. If he can get one more before he turns 30, that'll keep him on track because most people don't get better in their 30s. Tom Brady kind of did. So there's this whole breakdown on where Mahomes is. What about the legacy? But this interesting factoid, which has nothing to do with that, nothing to do with chasing Montana or Tom Brady, but instead, if you didn't see it, and perhaps not, Patrick Mahomes has become – the first quarterback in the salary cap era. We're talking over a generation, a generation and a half, 30 years, generation and a half. He has become the first quarterback in the salary cap era to start and win the Super Bowl while having on his back the biggest cap hit in the NFL. Yes, Patrick Mahomes had the most massive albatross you could possibly have on his back, and Kansas City will have a parade tomorrow. They'll be celebrating a nice big parade. All right, so let us discuss the question, how big a deal, how big a deal is Patrick Mahomes' salary cap number in terms of wins and losses, wins and blankety-blank losses? So I've got Star Trek, Speed Racer, and Randy Moss. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a migraine headache, which is what 
you often have if you look at a lot of numbers. You end up with a migraine headache. So number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Game changer. This is a game-changing situation. And there's a lot of owners there, the aristocrats in the NFL, that are not happy about this because now they can't use their time-tested excuse. Right? Because uh, this was supposed to be impossible. There's no way. Every capologist said, can't do it. What do we always hear? The advantage of the rookie quarterback is the rookie contract and that you only have a few years to try to win because once a player establishes himself as a legitimate big-time player, that rookie contract ends you get that fifth-year option. Then after that, you got to pay the man. And once you pay the man, bye-bye. See you later. The window closes. The window closes. When the big money happens, the winning stops. Well, looky, looky here. Patrick Mahomes has just gone Star Trek. He has boldly gone where no man has gone before. The highest salary cap number. He is a mythbuster. He really is a mythbuster as he has been able to debunk the long-standing belief, the gospel, from NFL circles that it cannot be done. You simply cannot do it. It's an impossibility. And he did it. In the football world, a quarterback having the largest cap hit winning the Super Bowl is akin to building the Golden Gate Bridge or the Empire State Building or the Panama Canal, one of the wonders of the pigskin world, uh, we can say here. Kansas City has just changed the talking points memo. They've changed the blueprint. So now what you're going to get is, well, Mahomes is the exception to the rule, but the rule still stands. It's, well, he's so much better than everyone else. But your typical franchise quarterback, no, 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 you can't do it. You can't do it. And uh, so much for that Patriot mantra, though. It's not going to fly. Tom Brady took the hometown discount so Robert Kraft could make more money, and the Patriots were able to win because of Tom Brady and his, his just his genuine kind nature of giving money back. Well, Tom Brady looks like a dope, doesn't he? At, at watching Mahomes go out there with the biggest cap number in NFL history uh, for a team that won and, win- and winning. All right, now speaking of Kansas City, I'm going to do a toss-up question here. Toss-up question. Chiefs have now won back-to-back Super Bowls. The toss-up question is uh, is this. With this recent domination, with this recent domination, who ends up looking worse here, Tyreek Hill or Eric Biennemi? Now, Biennemi has only been gone for one year, but what a doozy of a year it turned out to be. And then you've got Biennemi, who has been uh, – or you've got the uh, the wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, excuse me, who's been gone for two years. So to answer the question, who looks worse, toss-up question, Tyreek Hill or Mr. Biennemi, uh, the, the answer is speed racer. Speed racer is the answer because Kansas City is 2-2 two and two in the – Super Bowl year. They're two for two, I should say, with Tyreek Hill. Since he left to Miami, the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl both years. It wasn't supposed to be that way. In fact, 
this kind of relates. It's all tied together when we talked about the salary cap and the hit for Mahomes. The argument against Mahomes' contract was the Chiefs had to get rid of Tyreek Hill, and this is going to make it impossible for them to win. And now uh, they have I, I, they've not lost a playoff game. They're 7-0 in the playoffs without Tyreek Hill. So what kind of impact did he make? Now, he was exciting. He had some big plays and scored touchdowns and playoff games and all that. But in terms of being a difference maker, and the, 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 you can't win without the guy. He's not that. I mean, he's definitely not that. And it blows away the myth that Tyreek Hill was somehow propping up Mahomes. It was the other way around here, it would appear. Uh, and and then you look at the, the Andy Reid thing. The, the main reason Bianami's only been gone one year, but the main reason you can't really say, "Well, Bianami," you know, there's a because Andy Reid w- was the brains. Everyone assumed Andy Reid was the one the one running the offense at Arrowhead anyway. That even though Bianami was there and the players liked him and all that, it was Andy Reid's offense. And now it's been proven that that is factually correct. As the former Bears coach Matt Nagy is now the offensive coordinator. And even though the the numbers weren't sexy, Kansas City ends up winning that big trophy, which everyone seems to like a lot, and they all try to get every year. Uh, so it really just confirmed that Eric Bieniemy's departure had no impact in terms of wins and losses, and that Bieniemy went to D.C. The team formerly known as the Redskins got tangibly worse. So it is a body blow to both these guys. It's a bigger body blow to Tyreek Hill, as Eric Bieniemy is still looking for work here, still trying to find gainful employment in the football world. All right, now, final point. One of the other storylines, we talked about this in the lead-up to Super Bowl 58. We said, well, inevitably, after the game, we are going to hear details about some key player or multiple key players that are going to leave whoever ends up winning the Super Bowl. And sure enough, on cue, on cue, that has happened. That the future of defensive star Chris Jones, keeping up with the Joneses, He will be a free agent this offseason, and what does his future hold? So the question is just that. Uh, There are varying reports. Some are very optimistic that Chris Jones will return. Others are pessimistic that uh, Jones will not not return. So what does that future outlook appear to be for Chris Jones? where, Where are we at with that? Right now, so uh, looking at Chris Jones in my crystal ball as a distant relative of Nostradamus and friend of Nostradamus, this is a Randy Moss special, straight cash homie from the great receiver Randy Moss. I'm told it is his birthday today, but uh, here's why. Because Jones is going to win the jackpot, whether that's the Missouri jackpot or the jackpot somewhere else. We are definitely at a pivot point here. It's obvious he's a free agent. I do not believe the optimism is complete in terms of like, I'm reading, well, this is going to be a big deal. He's going to stay in Kansas City because he loves Andy Reid. Isn't he the guy that missed the Lions game because of money and he was upset with the franchise tag and all that? So the early chatter is that Jones will be back in Kansas City. I'm in a show-me state of mind. Like I want to show me. I want to see this. I want to see how this all plays out. Uh, as far as the teams that can spend the most, the teams that can spend the most this offseason, they are bottom of the barrel, the dreck of the NFL, the stuff behind the toilet at a turnpike in Jersey that hasn't been cleaned in 10 years. 
The Washington Commanders. They have a generic name, just a terrible name. Uh, You've got the Tennessee Titans also on the list and the New England Patriots. They have the most money. Do you think Chris Jones is going to leave the Chiefs to play for those teams? Probably not. But there is a team to keep an eye on, a team of interest. If you were Chris Jones, a team that was a playoff team, they've got a hotshot young coach. They have a young quarterback who is on the rookie contract, so they have a lot of money. That would be the Houston Texans. Keep an eye on the Texans. The coach, D'Amico Ryan's a defensive guy. They already had an improved defense last year. You put Chris Jones in there, and now you got you got some moving and shaking going on in Houston, and they have money to burn. They absolutely have money to burn. The Texans are among the teams that have the most salary cap space, so they could move some things around and shoot your shot and try to move on up on the totem pole of the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. To the third degree. This is one big Yeah. Here we go. Shador Sanders said during an interview this week that he feels like he would have been the number one pick in the draft had he decided not to return to Colorado for his senior season. Ben, where do you think Sanders would have been taken? Well, I also felt like I would have had more ratings and made more money than Howard Stern back when Stern was good, but I didn't. So it's a feeling, Coop. I had a feeling. uh, No, Shador Sanders would be a first-round draft pick, but he would not be the first or the second pick in the draft. That is hyperbole. That is nonsense. And the, the scouting report on Shadur Sanders is a bit, it's a bit incomplete because of the offensive line at Colorado not being very good. Next! That's being reported that the Vikings want to re-sign Kirk Cousins, but will consider adding someone else if the price gets too high. Ben, do you think this report spells the end for Cousins in Minnesota? Well, they've been trying to get rid of him for a couple of years. They tried to replace him, and the guys they've drafted, the mid-round picks, haven't exactly worked out there in the Twin Cities. I'll believe it when Cousins is back. I think he was already gone before the season. They telegraphed Cousins was going to be out in Minnesota. The problem is there's no one else who's an obvious fit other than like Ryan Tannehill or Russell Wilson. And those guys blow also. Next! So after the moment where Travis Kelsey went off on Andy Reid on the sidelines, Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown tweeted out that if it were him, he would have been kicked out of the league. Ben, do you think the reaction would have been different had it been Brown? Well, clearly A.J. Brown. I also saw Tyreek Hill had a similar comment. These guys don't understand how life works, right? They're trying to make it like a race thing or something like that. If you're the star, like Travis Kelsey's a big deal. He can do what he wants. Uh, at this network, Colin Cowherd can punch the boss in the nose and will keep his job. If I do it, I get arrested. That's how life works. It depends on your place in the pecking order. How did we do, Koopaloop? You passed this edition. That's a winner! I won the game! Woo-hoo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So introduce our contestants. We're going to play Mallers Mountain Money. Hello, Andrew. You want to play, Andrew? I do. All right. Very exciting. You're in Minnesota. How's life in Minnesota, Andrew? Life treating you well? Absolutely. So, uh, everything's all right. What do you got going on there? Are you working? What are you doing? I am working. <laughs> you are hardly working, or you are. Oh, you got it. I got you. So am I. I got you. All right. Hold on. What kind of work do you do, Andrew? I work in. What do you say? Work in industrial maintenance. Oh, industrial maintenance. Oh, you're cleaning stuff. No, you're... I fix them. Oh, you fix stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're a handy guy. You, you can fix stuff pretty pretty easily. I got you. All right. Fix it. You're fix it, Felix. All right. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on, Andrew. You're, you're going to be part of that. Tr- Trucker Joe. What's up, Danny? From the highways and byways. Where are you at right now, Joe? Well, I'm right here. 
you know, I'm not really on the road. I mean, I am on the road, but I'm actually headed home now. I'm not a FedEx Joe, don't you know? Of course. Who doesn't know? Everyone knows. All right, hold on a second. Uh, Andrew, uh, who do you want to partner up with? You got me, Ben, Eddie, Iowa, Sam, Coop. I think the main thing is Biggie, Ben. All right, we're in it to win it. And uh, Joe, who do you want to partner up with there, Joe? Senor Garcia. Okay. You want to lose with Eddie? That's always fun when Eddie loses. He gets very upset. Arriba, arriba, under, under, what are the categories here, Coop? Often, no. Please, hurry up, please, Coop. The categories. Uh, this is Mallard's Mountain of Money, the Mina Suvari edition. She turns 45 years old today. The categories are American Pie, American Beauty, Loser, and the Mysteries of Pittsburgh. A lot of mysteries in Pittsburgh. Which one do you want, Andrew? Let me put him on the air. Hold on a second. Lock him in. We'll lock him in. Andrew, which category do you want, Andrew? We'll take American Pie. What do you say? I can American, American Pie. pie. Yeah. American Pie. All right. And Joe, which one do you want? Well, in honor of Eddie, Mysterium Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. Very good. Everyone, uh, hold on there. We will have, in its entirety, Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll get to that. We will do it. Next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, <laughs> Maller's Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. Right to the game we go. We have our matchup, Andrew, who's working or hardly working right now in minnesota he's gonna play with me ben and we've got trucker joe with eddie coop i believe the category we picked was uh american pie andrew picked american pie yes okay i don't remember what trucker joe picked mysteries of pittsburgh okay okay. good luck on that eddie all right here we go we uh, start with you know every question there's a name we're looking for uh try to get the name obviously first and last name are required these athletes all have hot moms are you ready for that andrew hot moms let's give it a go all right we'll put 45 seconds on the clock and we're on our way uh go Uh, one of the splash brothers but not clay no clue. All right. Uh, Dallas, uh, who knows? It? Now, they're not famous at all. Uh, Dallas Mavericks European sensation. Luka Doncic. That is correct. All right. Uh, wide receiver was a star with the Giants, won a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams a couple years ago. He's known for dating starlets from LSU. Uh, no, from LSU. All right. Uh, quarterback for the Jets. Back, uh, he was a number two pick in the draft. He sucks. He played last year when Rodgers got hurt. Jack uh, Wilson. All right. Uh, don't rush. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Oh, my God. And Mike, that was honestly that? one of the worst clue performances I've ever heard. Like, yes, I don't know. I mean, the Splash Brothers, I mean, it's uh, they're not famous at all. Well, I mean, nobody's used that nickname in years. No, not at all. Not like uh, right now. Yeah, I, I apologize about that one. Yeah, that was... Uh, Steph Curry was the uh, athlete that... Nope, uh, nope, yeah, nobody yeah, knows yeah. who he is, though. I mean, you could say the best shooter of all time. Let's uh, see. Uh, Splash Brothers, not Clay. Oh, look, here's a headline. Uh, Splash Brothers combined for 51 points in win over the Jazz. Yahoo Sports, Splash Brothers, Power Warriors, pivotal uh, win. Odell Beckham Jr. was the wide receiver that you were missing there. And then oh, uh, gotcha. yeah. you, didn't, you didn't get to any other. So you have 60 points. Uh, Very impressive work. Moving over to Eddie and Trucker Joe. 
You've got the mysteries of Pittsburgh. These athletes were all born in Pittsburgh. 45 no, seconds. No chance you get the 100-point question. I would agree with that. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Hall of Fame quarterback with the 49ers before Steve Young. I, I, I repeat that. Hall of Fame quarterback Whoa. for the 49ers before Steve Whoa. Young. Uh, Joe Montana. Uh, probably one of the greatest golfers of all time. They named a drink after him, the tea and the lemonade together. And the phone's breaking. I repeat that. One of the greatest golfers of all time. They named a drink after him. It was tea and lemonade. Yes. Uh, Number 99 for the L.A. Rams. Great defensive lineman. Uh, Aaron Donald. Yes. Uh, The big hurt from baseball. The phone's breaking. I didn't hear you. The big hurt from baseball. He's blaming the phone. Big slugger for the White Sox. Big hurt. Oh my God! Are you I'm kidding get, I'm me? I'm getting a lot of static. I ain't yeah, I'm yeah. yeah static. Tell it. Yeah, yeah. The dog well, ate my and, homework. And Ben's also well, trying I mean, to cheat. He keeps I'm talking over. Trying like, to during, cheat. Yeah, no, it's not it's, your turn. Why are you talking? There's dead air, dummy. How is he supposed there's to? There's dead air, dummy. No, there is not. There's dead air. No, there is not. A is giving clues. I know this move. He doesn't know the answer, Trucker Joe. So he's all of a sudden I have static. No, because I don't know the answer. You he's driving through parts unknown. He's blaming the static on the phone. You've been warned. The next time it's, it's a it's disqualification. Not, oh, stop. All right. Yeah. My God didn't even know who his splash brother was. Moving over back to Andrew. Your guys are tied, by the way, with 60 points. Yes. Moving over to Andrew and Ben. Andrew, would you like American Beauty or Loser? Let's say Loser. That's good. Well, that would be appropriate. That would be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, These athletes are all known for having never won a championship. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. All right. Round mound rebound from the NBA. He's on TNT. Yes. Uh, Quarterback for the Dolphins in the 1980s. Uh, Legend. All right. Well, we'll give you that. Uh, First name. Eddie. Didn't say the name. Eddie's talking. Eddie is talking. That is a violation. It is my time. time. It is my time. Shut up, Eddie. Knuckleball pitcher, not Joe, but the other knuckleball pitcher, the brothers. Oh, I got no clue on that one. All right, Mr. Cub, uh, let's play two. It's a beautiful day for baseball. Let's play two. 1960s Cubs legend. Seven, oh, my God. Yeah, only only well, 10 points So there. Eddie's disqualified because, nope. Eddie, you just said you can't talk while the other person's going. Eddie just violated and the rule. And you got a warning, is, and Eddie did not get a warning. So Eddie's got his warning. You warned both of us, dummy. Nope. You warned both of no, us. I pointed that to is a you. Do you hear the bull crap that's He's going stalling. on? Ferg Dog, Ferg Dog, will you please do something about this, Ferg Dog? <laughs> Ferg Dog. <laughs> Ferg Dog is my agent, Let's okay? Go. Fergie, take care All of right. this. You heard the, the bias. Like NBA officials. Trucker Joe. I'm not stalling, Eddie. You've got American Beauty. These oh, athletes. Stat- if I don't know the answer, they're static. He's oh, talking. they're static. He's I don't talking. know the answer. These they're static. athletes were all considered. They are all considered oh, good looking. Static. 45 oh. seconds on the clock begin. English soccer legend married to Posh Spice. English <laughs> soccer. Le- He's talking. English soccer legend married to Posh Spice. You better hurry up. Uh, uh, it was Posh Spice. Yeah, I don't know, my man. 
<laughs> what? Just skip it, Eddie. All right, the you're brother choking. of Travis Kelsey. He's talking. You're his, choking. The brother of you're, Travis Kelsey. You talked when I was my That's turn. It. He's talking. No, you talked. You, you talked when I was talking. Eddie was qualified. It's over. Eddie disqualified. You were disqualified. You were disqualified first. Disqualified. No, it wasn't. Coop warned both of us. You it's violated over. the rules. That is the rule. That is hey, absolute bull. Oh, there's static. Eddie and, Eddie and Trucker Joe win. Oh, there's static. Oh, I can't hear there's static because I don't know the answer to there's static. Finally, justice is served on the show. I don't know the answer to there's static. Good for him. Eddie cheats again. Eddie's Altuve. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 